G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Lyle Shelton is the Managing Director of the Australian Christian Lobby and he's joining me on the phone now. Well, Lyle, we are speaking early in the morning of what is set to be Bill Shorten introducing his same-sex marriage bill to Federal Parliament. This is an interesting turn of events, really. Why is the opposition leader himself putting the bill up? I think since the uh, referendum in Ireland uh, just over a week ago, uh, those who are wanting to push for the change in the definition of marriage have uh, tried to jump on the momentum of that. And so Bill Shorten has sought to try and uh, wedge the, uh, the government, the coalition, to try and force them into um, capitulating on their party position uh, supporting marriage between a man and a woman. So this is really uh, an attempt to try and pressure the coalition more than anything else. Bill Shorten's bill won't go anywhere. Um, he'll introduce it uh, later this morning in the parliament. Uh, then it will stand adjourned. And sometime, uh, I would anticipate, over the uh, winter break, um, there will be another bill that will come forward, which uh, the Parliament will then consider and probably vote on, and that'll be a bipartisan bill. Right, and we heard some talk around this bipartisan issue on Friday with the likes of Warren Inch, and it was Labor's Graham Perrett, wasn't it, who was being touted as the one that was, was going to do it, and he's backed down from that and saying, no, that's not the case. It is, in fact, only Bill Shorten's bill that's going before the Parliament today. Yes, this is um, deeply political, Tracy. Um, there's a lot of politics involved. Um, it's a very fluid situation. Uh, I would suspect that um, that the Prime Minister has pressured Warren Inch to stay out of this. I'd say that uh, the opposition leader has pressured Graham Parrott to stay out of it. Um, so it, there's complex politics involved. But what it's all doing is serving to try and create this momentum to change the definition of marriage. Now, this is very concerning because uh, it's being rushed along without any consideration of the consequences and uh, we all know that uh, if you change the definition of marriage and replace the idea of man and woman in the marriage act with two people you're essentially replacing a child's parents with someone uh, who isn't their parent and uh, this is legislation which requires a child uh, to miss out on a mum and a dad and that hasn't even been discussed and uh, we'll be working very hard across the course of today uh, to try and continue to get that um, issue of the rights and the the human rights of children factored into this conversation. That was something that we saw talked about a lot in the debate in Ireland where a number of people that were spoken to on the street were saying, well, I'm voting in this particular way because the arguments that have been put forward about the, the damage to the family union, really it's got nothing to do with it, when in fact that's the basic bottom line, isn't it? It's got everything to do with it. If you replace man and woman, husband and wife with the words two people, uh, that has a consequence for children. You can't ignore that. And uh, what we have is those who are pushing for change, trying to um, uh, say that uh, children have nothing to do with changing the definition of marriage. Well, um, man and woman may not mean a lot to Mr Shorten, but it means everything to a child. And uh, this is a very hard-hearted debate uh, that we are going through as a country where we, where we have our blinkers on and can't even see that this is damaging children. Um, a child has a human right to to uh, know the biological 
uh, identity of its mother and father. And uh, there's no protections in Bill Shorten's bill to secure that, uh, to ensure that uh, kids have um, the, the names of their real parents on their birth certificates. Um, there's a whole bunch of consequences that aren't, aren't even being debated. This is being rushed through under sort of mantras of equal love, it's time, all these slogans, which mean nothing but uh, unfortunately have huge consequences for social justice for children. Clearly there is call for much prayer on behalf of Christians needed here when it comes to this issue, but we are literally hours away from the bill being presented to Parliament as we speak. What can Christians do now other than the obvious, which is, of course, prayer? We do need to pray, Tracy. This is a seminal moment in our nation, and the next few months will be as this uh, continues to gather Uh, momentum in the parliament but that we need to act this is not a time for silence and uh, we're in this mess because we as a church have been silent uh, over many many years as these cultural trends have have um have gone along in our nation and uh, it's time for us to start to speak up we need to have the conversations in our churches uh, with our children uh, explaining to them uh, what marriage is and then we need to talk to our politicians and and i would encourage all of your listeners to pick up the phone today and just ring the office of your local federal member of parliament and just say my name is is uh jane smith and i just want to uh, let the member know that uh i, I want uh, him to uh, support the definition of marriage remaining as it is in law and uh if the staff of a political office get uh even if they've just got a handful of calls that will that will resonate and be passed on to the member but i think we need thousands and thousands of people just doing these basic simple things why is it do you believe that the church has been so silent on this issue I think we have um, we've had a wonderful focus on personal evangelism and building local churches, and I fully believe in all of that, and that's really important. But uh, we also have a responsibility to the society uh, that we live in uh, to be salt and light. And for some reason, we've not seen that as as um, part of the gospel. It always has been historically up until a couple of hundred years ago, but somehow the church has become very pietistic, and uh, we we need to. Um, uh, recapture a, tholo- a theology of uh, political and cultural engagement. It's not. It's not about the church taking over the state. Far from it. It's about us having uh, positive influence for the common good, and uh, that's what we're called to as Christians. We're not called to withdraw. We're called to engage and to be part of the society. And uh, this this issue. Uh, amongst many others, should be a wake-up call to us that it's time to re-engage with our society and to care about what's happening because the consequences um, are uh, not good for the most vulnerable in our society and we should always be concerned about justice. Many in society are today saying that this issue of same-sex marriage is inevitable. They are saying that it's likely it will happen by the end of the year. If we lose this argument, if the Marriage Act is changed... What effect might that have on the Christian community within the country? Well, it, it, it will, it'll affect us all because the force of law will be saying that the definition of marriage um, is, is between uh, two men or two women. And now those of us who will always want to teach the truth about marriage to our children and to speak about it publicly will be under uh, cultural pressure to be silent. Uh, Overseas experience has shown that uh, those who wish to manifest such a view in public uh, by way of, say, uh, the way you conduct your business affairs in terms of servicing the wedding industry, uh, you'll be punished legally. And uh, we're seeing court cases at the moment against people in America, uh, florists, photographers, bakers, uh, who are lovely people who don't hate anyone, who are not bigots, but who, who just because of their conscientious 
objection motivated by what what they understand the Bible says about marriage, uh, respectfully declining to participate in same-sex weddings. These people are being sued, they are being punished, they are being fined. Uh, That will happen in Australia because we have anti-discrimination laws and uh, a change in the definition of marriage will wash through those anti-discrimination laws. Um, This will affect us all. It will affect um, the freedom of Christian schools to teach openly uh, the biblical definition of marriage. Um, So we do need to get active. We do need to be involved in this discussion. And uh, it's not too late. Um, I believe it is salvageable, but that we must speak up. We've got to get out of our silence. So today's the day to contact the politicians and make your voice heard. Absolutely. And uh, we're going to need to sustain that effort over the next several months. And uh, I would encourage people not to give up. Uh, This is going to be uh, a big fight. And that we need to contest. We need to contest for the truth in the public square. And I would encourage people not to give up and uh, that they can follow ACL through our website and through our e-news. And and we really do need a vast army of people who are prepared to speak up this time, send emails to politicians, ring up, do all the basic things that are involved in a participatory democracy. (laughs) If we don't participate, others will make the decision for us. So this is a time to participate, and I believe we can uh, if we're willing to to speak up. And it's fair to say that the other side hasn't backed down. They're not giving up at all either, are they? The Prime Minister, for his part, though, he seems determined today to make the budget measures that are yet to pass Parliament the issue of the day. Yes, that's right. The Prime Minister is making it very clear this is not a priority issue, and he's right. polling that uh, we have done show this is a low-order issue with with the average voter. Um, They're not interested in this. They're interested in other issues, and the Prime Minister is quite right to focus on that. He, he of course, has expressed his opposition to changing the definition of marriage, um, and... uh, uh, the the, uh, the challenge now is to um, convince uh, other parliamentarians uh, that um, that this is a change that isn't positive for Australia. It's Lyle Shelton, the Managing Director of the Australian Christian Lobby. Lyle, we might touch base with you or somebody from the office a little bit later on today. Very happy to. Thanks a lot, Tracy. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.